0: Purchase new wiper blades from O'Reilly Auto Parts today and we'll install them for free. See better and drive safer with O'Reilly Auto Parts.
1: Oh, oh,
2: oh, O'Reilly Auto Parts.
3: Every zoo that I went to in the world, all the gorillas look at me and they go crazy. You can laugh, it's okay. Are you serious? Yeah, so I'll go to them and, like, I'll mess with them and, like, they all come to the glass and they all do this. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Everything's fantastic, everything's kosher. Here we go, another live show. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome Thank back you. to Impulsive, the number one podcast in the world. Thank you for listening, watching, viewing, and subscribing. If you're not subscribed, do me a favor, pause this video. I will wait and hit that subscribe button. We appreciate you. Now you're watching this at home, but there's a lot of people watching this live right now. Caleb, if you want to do a little three 180 with the camera, we have 250 distributors here in Las Vegas. Let's go. Let's go. This is Impulsive's second live show, so uh, we are going to mess up, but it is live. You get to see it. It'll be highly entertaining, and we have an amazing guest for you guys today. I have an intro for him. I don't want to keep him waiting. He is a busy guy. Ladies and gentlemen, our guest today is one of the greatest NBA players of all time, but it's his time off the court that's helped him become one of the top five wealthiest players, players the league has ever produced. From investments, brand deals, franchise ownership. His portfolio is stocked full of wins and only continues to grow. He's in Vegas for the event in support of his foundation that creates pathways for underserved youth to help them achieve their full potential. Ladies and gentlemen, it is Shaquille O'Neal. He's gonna have
2: to come around the front. Look at those pants. <laughs> those are awesome, bro. Let's go. Wow. Let's
0: go wow. What's up, brother?
1: What's up, brother?
3: So this might, be, this
1: might be a little clunky uh, because, again, it is a live show. So just let me know if the, the, the audio works. The headphones fit your head. <laughs> so far, so good.
3: All that money you're making, you couldn't get a bigger stage? Hey, we've been complaining about it for Jeez. a while. <laughs> Not as What's much as you, man. Here. Hello, everyone. What's up, brother? So how are you? I can't complain. I'm just you know, taking it easy. For sure, dude. We have
1: been trying to get you on this podcast. So long. For so long. So long. Finally, you're here. Hold
3: on. Let me see if the check cleared.
2: <laughs> the
3: check
1: <laughs> hasn't. It hasn't. The check cleared. It's cleared. Nah, we, uh, we tried to get you on one time before, but we had Oliver Tree Do on. me
3: a favor. Close your legs while you're talking to me. I don't want to see. <laughs> Turn that away.
4: You see him? Well, he's like, he's like
2: hey,
3: whoa, dude! You almost slapped
4: your dick in my
2: face, bro! Right? You can't
0: make a
3: joke like that. Geez, close your legs. the little boy shorts you got on—that was wrong with me.
1: I was—I was told this is fashion. Do you, do you know that the shorts are getting higher? No, no,
3: I do not. Why do you that. look
2: more like a dad than Shaq does? <laughs> With these high, <laughs> I
3: know, right? you do look like a dad. What are you talking about is it the glasses? These are new. Yeah, I, I know. I see the Jeffrey Dahmer joints. What's going on? What did I do wrong? You've been watching Netflix. So have I. I'm on episode six right now.
2: <laughs> hey, hey. He's, he's the star yeah. of
3: the
1: show. I'm just, I'm just getting toasted. Yeah, no, there. Uh, it's a low prescription. It's not just for style. Okay. But- my, I, w- I was, I was actually speaking here earlier in front of all these people, and this is funny, guys. I actually said the Staples Center is in London, like I'm, and some of you may have caught that it's in Los Angeles. Um, it's because I can see your faces now. Like I can't see faces like this, and I'm used to speaking like this. And when I do this, I just, I realized so many people were looking at me.
2: <laughs> so what, I do think, what do you think? What do you usually think's happening if you don't have the glasses on? I'm I looking think, at the wall. I don't think about
1: it. You're, you're used to performing, obviously, in front of. Groups of people, man. And, and so, yes, I am. Uh, do you get any nerves when you when you come up here to do stuff like this?
3: No, not at all. Just have uh, you know, I like to, I like to make people laugh, and I like to make people feel good. Cause they, these guys, you know, I know these are the anheuser Bush people. Am I correct? Oh yeah. So, so they have they have real jobs. Get up at eight, yeah. work all day, orders all that, and come home at five. Like us, we get to just do whatever we want to do. So, I really respect people like this because this was a, uh, our moms, our dad. So. I just try to, you know, they're here in Vegas having a good time. So while we're here for an hour, just want to make them laugh.
1: Let's chop it up, dude. Hell yeah, <clears throat> real jobs out there making real money and coming to Vegas just to lose it. Are you gambling here?
3: No, sir. I'm not a gambling man. Ever. Ever. Why not? I'm trying to keep the definition of money is not how much you make. It's how much you keep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm to... right.
1: Fastest dollar earned is the dollar yeah, saved. Exactly. So I've heard. Yeah, but surely you never go put
2: a thousand on a number in roulette.
3: No, never. I, I used to when I was your age, but now that I'm a dad, I have to relax. I gotcha. But got it
2: but it is Sin City. You, you surely have some vice when you're here in Vegas. Nothing what do you do after you get finished spinning at the end of the night?
3: Do you think I'm gonna tell all these people what the hell I do? <laughs> Next question, please. <laughs> no, I don't go to strip clubs either. So don't ask me that.
1: Hey, Shaq, you do you do so much stuff, man. Like like I I, walk in, I walked into a where was I like a state an office max? And I think I saw you, a giant cut out of you with a printer. Then I turned on the TV, you're doing an ad. You're part of authentic brand groups, ABG. Yes. But, but correct me if I'm wrong, ABG bought the rights to you? Do they? How does that work?
3: They brought the rights to half to, uh, of my likeness. Because when I was a youngster, you know, like when you're watching basketball and, you know, you see Larry Bird and Magic Johnson and, you know, Air Jordan, I said to myself, I want to have a name like that. And I realized I did have a name like that, Shaquille Mm -hmm. O'Neal. So, you know, going into this and, you know, I I, I said to myself, when I'm done playing, I I want to still be relevant. I want to still be, you know, looked at, you know, like Muhammad Ali, Elvis Presley, Michael Jackson, those names live forever. So in order to do that, I had to 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 sign, partner with a company such as Authentic Brands Group. And, you know, we've been doing really big things.
1: Do you feel like you needed to sign with a company like ABG to, in order for that legacy to happen with your name.
3: Uh, yes and no. You know, I got we got like five guys who were doing a fabulous job, but to get on a worldwide stage, you know, I, I had to partner with somebody.
2: But yeah. you, but you also own a large percentage of ABG shares as well, correct? So it kind of works both I, ways.
3: I don't know. I don't. I don't. I don't, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> no, it's not that. It's like I don't want to sit here and talk about what I own and what right, I do. Right. This is not what these people came to hear. I'm just. I'm fortunate to have done a, a, a JV a joint ventureship with a company and and I just wanted my name to live forever.
2: You see that desire to have a long lasting legacy even after you leave the sport is kind of a strategic like a high level business thought. Did you always have that propensity to to do business at a at a younger age or was that something that you kind of grew into? No, we I had
3: to I had to develop it. You know, my father was a drill sergeant, so the way he raised me was through horror stories. Uh, it's, it's a, no, no, it's a, it's a true fact that 65 to 70% of all professional athletes when they're done three to five years after they're playing have nothing. Yeah. And I used to always every, so every time an athlete did something crazy, I would get in trouble. Right? So, no, seriously, a uh, true story. When I was 12, 13, my father came home one, one day and he was, he was crying. And he said, if I ever catch you. Messing with Coke, I will kill you. So I'm 13, I'm like, dad, I'm a Pepsi guy. I'm <laughs> <laughs> no, seriously, but, but, but he wasn't playing. So it was a guy by the name of Lynn Byers. I don't know if That's you're familiar with the name. He good. was gonna be the number real one sex. pick. And my father died like Lynn was my brother. Like he cried so hard. So I, like I was always, you know, whenever people would make a mistake, he would, he would use those stories to teach me. And then he would end it. If I catch you doing this, I will kill you. <laughs> No, seriously. So, if the drugs don't kill you, I yeah, will. Exactly. So I always had to, you know, focus on education, focus on business. And then, you know, when you're in the NBA, it's, 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 a, it's a fantasy word, but you live you, you get to live a good life. And if you are responsible, you can continue to live that life. As you see, I got on pajamas. I don't really have a job. <laughs> that's, that's because when I was 18, going into 19, 20, 30, I listened to my parents because they always said, hey, man, education, education, business, business, business. Partnerships, partnerships, relationships, uh, be respectful and do the right thing.
1: I'm nowhere near being a parent yet. Actually, you know what? I don't know if that's true. That's but not what tra- I heard. <laughs> I'm not a parent yet. But um, I, I fear that if uh, I try to be strict like your dad was with you, they'll just rebel. Right? I, I, I feel like a lot of times kids it's, are reactive.
3: It's different. So, you know, my, my kids are gated community gangsters. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> nice. So... Listen, when I was growing up, there was a lot of trials and tribulations. So he had to, he had to be like that, and, you know, his, his, his basic thing was I want you to be a leader and not a follower. Mm. So he had to be right, but my kids not like that. And I have six wonderful children. I don't have any problems with, with uh, my children. I tell them all the time, we don't need another basketball player. It's mm. six of y'all. Somebody give me law school. Somebody give me hedge fund. I got one daughter that's a, a, a marketing director at uh, Pepsi. So listen, I just want you, you know, education, have fun, be yourself, and I tell them. You know, they they kind of got mad at this, but I say, in order to touch daddy's cheese, you gotta have three degrees.
1: That's a lot of degrees. Yeah, because I believe in
3: because <laughs> I believe in respectable nepotism. Mm. You know, I was with the Miami Heat one day, and an article came out. The grandmother left leaves the son two hundred fifty million dollars. Right. So I, I didn't think nothing of it because it's a rich family. So I go in the locker room one day to shoot and this kid's on his knees scrubbing the bathroom floor. And I'm looking at him I'm like, hey man, didn't your grandmother just give you 250 minutes? Yeah, but dad wants me to start from the bottom. So he had to do that. He was picking up jocks and he was, you know, he started in the marketing department. And now I think he's the vice president. Once I saw that, I was like, you know what? That right there is respectable nepotism. Cause the kid went to Duke, his grandma gave him 250. He could have been like, I'm not doing anything. But his dad said, nope, you start from the bottom. So that's. That's what I also teach my kids. And I also have to teach them, we're not rich. I'm rich.
1: I love that. I love that line so much. Daddy, yes. <laughs> yeah. we're rich.
3: Yeah, baby. You know my you know my oldest son. He's, yep. he's 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 very smart. And it was kind of my fault. I said, My man, if you if you get all A's this next semester, you can get whatever you want. Mm. So he gets all A's and I was like, go to the dealership and pick one. Then I get a call from Tesla. I said, Man, you better take your ass across the street to Honda. <laughs> I'm like, he was not trying buddy. to save you money yeah, on gas. Yeah, bro. <laughs> not buying you no damn Tesla.
2: Well, like, but it is like father like. Hold on, oh, yeah. you
3: ain't gonna ask me a question. <laughs> oh, damn, he <laughs> waits. He likes to wait until he's got the. Bro, bro you question. tapped me in
4: play mode and I broke my hand. What happens if I ask the wrong <laughs> question and you punch me? Um, no, nah, I'm. I'm actually. I, I'm just. You wear
3: back. short shorts. I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm telling you, uh, they're making a resurgence. You know what? Hold on, I'm well just. I don't even. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, uh, so, I'm so
4: sorry. Uh, now you got to say something. Man. Listen, man, I, I read the Bible a lot. When they talk about David and Goliath, I've never seen a giant, and so like I've li- I'm literally just. I'm a little. Taken. You've been
3: sitting over here for thirty minutes, and that's all you can freaking say. <laughs> Me. No, not gonna that's shit. a question. Jeez, but I
4: didn't. I, I'm just sitting. I'm. I are you have, drunk? Not yet. Not yet. Ease. We're gonna get Edgy George later tonight. Oh, Is it, I have one question. Is okay, there any chance you. I can for two seconds put these up so I can hear what's going on?
2: Take them all. You don't have to ask Why the are you producer. Asking them? Just take things off. Okay. You've been on this show. I feel like I long, just
4: fucked long. up everybody's vibe. No, I'm so they it. I'm like right next to them, but I can't hear anything in this. So I've been like he's trying. And then
2: the worst. Let's he's give the, George a round of applause. He's, the he's
3: your partner. He's the newest. You might want to give him his two week notice. <laughs> <laughs> That's the question. Dude. Honestly, Jeez.
1: no, it's not how it works in this show. You don't even get a two week notice. Uh, you're fired, brother. Uh, uh, <laughs> speak. No, Stop. come on, Georgie. The audience love. They love. They love how awkward he is. Nah, I
4: just couldn't hear you guys. I'm the closest one in the room, but I could not hear okay. a word. So I was just doing this. So oh, now I'm that not. you can hear, any question? You have a question for Shaq? Yeah, can we fucking move on? So I can like, <laughs> so I can jump in. It's like double Dutch, but everybody's hey, pointing at you. I,
1: I know it is obnoxious, but I mean, sh- you're huge. You're massive. When did you realize, like, oh, I'm I'm still growing, and I am going to be much bigger stop. than literally everyone around me?
4: Age three.
3: <laughs> no, so age ten. I wasn't
1: far
3: because my father taught me all sports, you know, boxing, football, baseball, basketball. Mm. So we beat this team one time, like hundred to, to four.
2: Mm. Right? Isn't there a mercy rule? No, sir,
3: hundred to four. No, there wasn't a mercy rule. And I remember this kid, his father running on the court. Bad and upset. He said, no way this kid is 10. If he's 10, he's gonna be the best basketball player ever. No way. And my father was so happy. My father would say, see? see, see, see if you listen to me. So shortly after that, went to the Knicks game. And I see my favorite guy in the world, Dr. J. He goes baseline and the crowd goes crazy. And I always had to address my father as sir. So, you know, he would, he would, he would always say, like he would always train me and I would always wimp out and he'd be like, you're not ready, get away from me. Mm. But after that moment, I saw Dr. J and I was like, sir, I think I know what I wanna be, I wanna be an NBA player. And he says to me, 12 years old, if you listen to me, I'll make you one of the best big men ever.
2: No way. And he
3: said it and he, he had so much, you know, he had a tear in his eye. So I I had to believe him. So uh, at 12, I knew it was bigger than everybody else and he just, he, he just taught me to be mean and ferocious, taught me to bow people in the face, kick them, throw them down and just, you know, do whatever.
1: I can't imagine you kicking or throwing me down. I wouldn't do that to you. <laughs> Thanks, Shaq. <laughs> but him on no, I other. knew it. I knew it. Yeah, I, I you knew know. it. Yeah. <laughs> I don't like the way your guy <laughs> laughed like that. No, Sha- He wants you to get hit. <sighs> you already know what I'm going to say nascar baby every single sunday ladies and gentlemen it is the nascar playoffs fast cars wrecks (laughs) fights and all of the action anyone could ask for it might be the end of the season but the intensity just started this weekend nascar is back at charlotte motor speedway so strap in for a wild ride as the stars of nascar cup series take on charlotte as it's an elimination race going from 12 to 8 drivers all vying for their spot to become a champion. NASCAR always delivers an action-packed race full of lead changes, wild wrecks, and close finishes that will keep you on the edge of your seat the entire race. You have to experience NASCAR in person, person so be sure to not miss the action and go to nascar.com slash tickets to get your tickets today. And if you cannot make the race, tune in and get ready to take a better or to get ready to take a beer, <laughs> better beer shower at the finish line with NASCAR Charlotte Motor Speedway this Sunday, 2 p.m. Eastern on NBC. I'm back to the show.
2: You had that same moment with uh, with two of your sons, right, coming up to you saying, "This is what I want to do for a living." Is that was cool? It two two of your sons, right, wanted to play ball for a Who living. You got sons,
3: Miles. Oh, two of my sons. Yeah. I was like, two ear sons. Sucks like, when like, you can't hear, huh? <laughs> yeah, I just look. I I teach them how to play. I want them to have fun. I want them to follow their dreams, but it's no pressure. You know, I, I was taught that pressure is when you don't know where your next meal is coming from. Mm-hmm. I have a lot of stories that you know. hopefully people can relate to. So rookie year, we're playing the New York Knicks and I have a terrible game. And I get a call on my phone, my father, he says, get your ass home right now. So I get home, I land late and you know, I don't wanna talk to you, be here tomorrow at 0500. If you don't, I'm gonna knock your ass out. 0500 is 5 a.m. Yep. So I'm, I'm, I'm there at 5 a.m. He's already dressed and we get in the car and we ride. And I was like, well, what? Shut the hell up. we just riding. So I come across this homeless family that he always takes care of. He gives them money, give them clothes, whatever. And we're just looking for an hour. he said, What happened in the game yesterday? He said, Man, I don't know, I let the pressure get to me. He was pissed. You spoil your mother effort making all this money, you talking about pressure, blah, blah, blah. This is pressure where you don't know where your next meal is coming from. Get out. I'm like, what do you mean get out? Get out. I knew what he wanted me to do, but I was like, okay. So now it was a guy, his wife, and two kids. I can't have him laying on the street. So I went and talked to the guy, nice guy. He said, look, man, I just lost my job. I just got down on some hard time, but he was he was very dedicated. He's like, but I'm gonna get back, I'm gonna get back. I said, oh, all right, hold on. Jake, yeah, what's happening? You still got them uh, uh, apartments that you're building? Yeah, well, I need a three bedroom apartment today how much 3000 36000 I'm rewired the money so now I'm, I got him off the streets right I gave him that gave him some cash you know for the clothes and stuff and then I asked the guy I said well, what do you like to do he said man I'll do whatever hey Tony you still got that lawn service hey you like to cut right? grass you got that lawn service I'm gonna send a guy over boom 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 make sure he get paid whatever I'll pay you back so got the guy off the street got him started 2 years after that the guy started his own lawn service he was cutting my grass in Orlando I had to let him go Last month, because I sold my house in Orlando. But pressure to me is when you don't know where your next meal is coming from. So I, I try not to complain. I try not to use that word pressure. So I always tell my kids, just go play. Have fun. If you make it, cool. If you don't, I understand. But you must have an education. Because respectable nepotism is the way that we can go.
1: It's really interesting how how you're, you're parenting the opposite style of your parents. But it worked for you.
3: Because I was a high-level juvenile delinquent. High level, No, really, I was, a, I was a follower and I got disciplined so much to the point until, until that Dr. J moment. Once that Dr. J moment came, I said, okay, you know what, I'm gonna start being a leader and I'm gonna start listening. Because I, I, I was very, very mischievous.
1: Was there ever a time where, like, I, I know what it's like to have a hard ass dad. Same with him, same with him. Was there ever a time where you have to...
4: <laughs> why don't you think I talk, sir? Because you don't, sir. <laughs>
3: Just looking at me, very weird.
1: <laughs> that's George right? you. Yeah. But uh, was there ever a time where you had to, to 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 press your dad a little bit?
3: Yeah, and so he we was uh, doing business, and he didn't like a decision that I made, and I kind of bucked up at him, and he's like,
1: <laughs> "Oh, that's that's cool. No, it's not and from the
3: said, Middle East." No, sir, no. and he says to me exactly what I've been waiting for. Sick. Yeah, it's, like For
1: sure, it's a
4: moment. No, my dad said the same thing, except for he beat my ass right afterwards. He was like, <laughs> yeah, I've been waiting for this, and just beat the shit out of
3: it." True story. It was uh, my, we're negotiating with Reebok, and the guy comes in and he says, $10 million for four years, here's the contract, don't even look at it. <laughs> he puts the contract down, my father goes off, you mother, da, da, da. I'm like, so I had to explain it. I was like, that's not how you do business. No, no. I was yeah. like, that's not how you do business. Let me handle it. <laughs> <laughs> Just what let me wear. I'm gonna sit back and I'm gonna let you negotiate the deal, with man. So, he was teaching me that. And, you know, once I stood up to him, he, he said, you know what? You're the man of the house, and it's all yours now. Because what always made me stay motivated, I realized my parents never owned a house. The family never owned a house. We all grew up in project building. So I'm like, I gotta get my mom a new house. Mm-hmm. I, gotta, I gotta get her a new house. One, one time we was riding in San Antonio, we was riding through neighborhoods, and it the house wasn't much, $400,000 house, but she just stopped and like she's looking at the house. And I said to myself, I'm gonna get my mother a house. I'm gonna get her a mansion. I'm gonna get her whatever she wants. So that was always part of my motivation. So first thing the did day when I got drafted, I bought them a house and I said, okay, here it is. I'll put you guys on salary. Never have to worry, Dad, I need you to retire from the Army. Work for me now. You got your own own fan club. I need you to run it. Thank you for everything. I'll take it from here. And you know, my father was very proud. He's like, hey, I'm 65. I can retire. You can take care of the family. And he had a tear in his eye. So cool, man.
1: Not a lot of people get to do that for their parents. Yep. Yeah. I want to talk about basketball a little bit. When you first shattered a rim or a (laughs) backboard, (laughs) what was going through your head? Because had that happened before at that so, point?
3: So, a, a, a lot of stories go back to my father. Mm. I know he passed away about nine years ago, but I think about him all the time. So, I was, you know how the guys play now? The big guys play yeah. soft? That was me. Because mm. I wanted to be Magic Johnson. I was smooth, right? So, one time I had 45 points at halftime. Mm. And I go to finger roll and I miss. My father calls a timeout. He comes on the court, tell him out, call the timeout. I was like, wait a minute again, call the fucking timeout. Yes, sir. So he takes me outside, he said, what are you doing? So man, I'm working on my Dr. J stuff. <laughs> Fuck Dr. J, you be Shaq. So I was so mad at him. I <laughs> no, said, I was so mad at him, I, I told the guys, I said, don't nobody shoot, give me the ball. And I was just trying to tear the rim down because I was mad at him. But when, when I was doing that, I realized that I was intimidating everybody else. And he was like, see? If you play like this everybody be uh, you know intimidated and the game will be much easier. So every time I went up to dunk I, I I gave the appearance like I was trying to tear the backboard down but it, it was a great feeling. I
1: mean you just rip a backboard
3: What the fuck are you doing here? <laughs> Ask a question. Jeez. You
1: you do have I actually one. do. I have Thank one. Thank you. I have one. <laughs> I have one. Is it going uh, to be basketball? Because I want to stay with nah, basketball. No, nah, no.
4: I'm, I'm going to relate it to your father because I have a lot of respect for this because like, I'm 29 years old and I've done a lot of my life, but whatever my parents say goes, regardless of my age, regardless of my stature, I, I honor my mom and father and they, they're the reason why I'm here today. But- Recently. Oh, I appreciate that. Thank you so much. <laughs> he's hey, if so he's going to fucking clap, you guys better clap. I'm, I'm texting. While you shit No,
3: because you're very, very intelligent. You're just sitting here like a bobblehead going, uh,
4: Yeah. No, I, I'm question. so sorry. I, I didn't okay. want to interrupt you because no, I, I couldn't ahead. hear. But uh I actually recently just got into it with my with my dad. And So
3: what you need to do when you leave here, just call him and tell him you love him. That's it. Nothing to talk about. Oh, wow. Doesn't matter who's right or who's wrong. Dad, I love you and I respect you and I'll see you when I get home. Because one of the biggest mistakes I made, and I talked about this the last two years is, because I work a lot, so it's easy to go, I'll do it tomorrow, I'll do it tomorrow, mm-hmm. I'll do it tomorrow. So one day I get a call, my sister's no longer with us. So I'm already down you know, from that. And then I get another call, hey man, Kobe Brown just passed away. And all I had to do was pick up the phone and say, hey, I miss you, hey, I love you, hey, what you doing? So after we get off this, don't go hang with these guys, go in the back room, call your father, say, dad, I love you. Everybody's gonna have arguments. You're gonna have fights, but I know you have respect for your father. You yeah. know, sometimes when we get older, we think they don't know what they're talking about. But just, just listen to what he's saying. If you agree, do it. If you don't agree, just respectfully say, Dad, I don't agree." But you don't need to be fighting and going long distance. You know what i talking to your dad. So after this, just call him and tell him you love him. Oh, I appreciate that.
2: Thank yeah. you so much. Now it's hard to get back into basketball. <laughs> nice job George ah. <laughs> you were the big guy you were the 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 big guy uh you know close to, closest to the rim getting in trouble pushing people around who gave you the most trouble in in the uh in the scene
3: nobody <laughs> because if I didn't play well my mother would lose her house not really but yeah that's how I played
2: there had to be somebody
3: no you nobody. Ain't nobody, nobody. no because you know what those guys never really played me one-on-one Actually, actually, the little guys because they would they they get better you know positioning like Charles Oakley and Barkley and Malone they they would give me problems but not really but big guys nobody
2: when but, you said little I was thinking like, no, like Peyton the, or Starks or something. no no they like you're talking no, about
3: no like six eight six nine like you know put <laughs> yeah, it on the, the, like the little
1: guys <laughs> yeah and hey, was it always going to be basketball by the way
3: yes well no football first and then a guy named John Conkac you know who that is uh-uh. so you guys know John Konkak? Yeah. So he was in a, I was in high school and he signed 15 for three. And my father went to see me watch him play. He was okay. But I think I was better at that point in high school. Cause when I was coming up in, in 1988, I wrote on, on my wall. I want 8 million for 10 years. That's how the money was. I want to yeah. make $8 million for 10. Like I had it all planned out. 800,000 a year, my house, my mama house. I'm gonna get me a Benz. I'm gonna get a Jimmy blazer, get a house in Texas. But, when I seen him sign fifteen for three, I was like, "This guy's making fifteen. I could at least make 20. Yeah. So then, you know, a couple guys came out and you know made a lot of money before me, and so when I came out, I asked for fifty. I didn't get fifty. And I got forty. Who's that singing? Who the fuck is that? Backstreet back Boys? Boys, right
4: now. I literally looked well, at well, me well, like well, he's well, just well, wanted well, to, well, to be well, bad at me. Like I was no, singing no, no. Backstreet Boys while he's talking.
3: Oh, I wanted the mood to
4: stop. No, no, no.
1: Bring them out here. Make him perform it. Make them perform it in front of. Grab him, grab him, cat. Seriously. If you want to sing Backstreet Boys, you do it in front of everyone. Right here, I, everybody.
2: <laughs> yeah, we've sang that on the show. Before. it's a fantastic song. You got a top three? Top Bad. three. NBA right. all time. All right. You know what? No, 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 no. No,
3: it's it, it's for hard you, to ta- It's hard to name a top three. It really is. I know
2: you got a top one. He's probably sitting on the stage right now.
3: No, I'm <laughs> no, I, 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 wouldn't, I wouldn't rate myself the best ever. But I, but oh. I have a question for you. Yes, sir. And the panel. When LeBron passes up Kareem Abdul-Jabbar in points, and he will this year, yeah. will that make him the greatest player ever? Okay. An yeah. interesting question. I I think the greatest player is uh, Michael Jordan. Uh, that's what I think. But I agree. LeBron's LeBron's about to do something that hasn't been done in a long time, and I think he will. Move his name up there, but but for me, it's always like for me. It's always Dr. J, and Michael Jordan, you I'm, know, I'm Magic, gonna, and those guys.
1: I might get flamed for this, but dude, I'm from Cleveland, so I got to go with LeBron.
2: See, that's what I was gonna ask. Do you ever do people ever call you like an old head? Like you don't respect the the new school? You don't you don't look at LeBron and what he's doing now and, and No, I, I, I do.
3: I do look at LeBron, but I also like listening to you know pe- people's opinions. Yep, absolutely. Listen, Jordan was, was the greatest in my opinion, absolutely. and he's, he likes LeBron. That's his opinion, but you know when when people look at stats, right? So you know his stats are definitely going to be up there, and to to have passed up Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, I, I can truthfully say I'm jealous of that feat because I wanted to pass up. I was like fifteen hundred points behind Wilt Chamberlain. Chamberlain. I wanted to pass up Will Chamberlain because then I was going to, going to arrogantly say I am the most dominant big man ever, and I don't want to hear anybody else's name. So now when you talk about most dominant, you bring Wilt, Bill, and Shaq. It, it's cool, but I wanted to be up there by myself.
2: There's just something like subjective about it too. Like it's like you look at the stats, but there's just I don't know that feeling MJ used to give you when you would watch him at the top of the key. You know, two, Yeah, bring, I was He's the only. Sink that shot.
3: He's the only man that had me terrified on on the court. Cause I went from high school, admiring him, college admiring him, admiring him and then he's right there in front of you. And all the shit you see on your poster, like he's doing it in real life. Like he came by me so fast one time I was like, oh shit. <laughs> <laughs> Mike, yeah, I, was, I, I was terrified. But once I you know, re- regained my nerves, I, I had to get into karate mode because in, in all the karate modes movies, the teacher must someday beat the master to become the master. Mm. And I won a lot of bets when I asked people who's the last guy to beat Michael Jordan in the playoff situation. That a boy. Yes. Yeah, so, <laughs> that a boy. Uh, I mean, but the, he, he's the greatest, but you know, LeBron will pass up Kareem and I can't wait to you know hear, hear everybody's opinion.
2: There was a uh, interview with Scottie Pippen in 2021 where they asked him how he wanted to be remembered. And he said, the greatest ever. You have any thoughts on been saying something like that
3: no i mean listen we all think that we're the greatest ever got it but if you ask me how do i want to be remembered I just want people to say shaq was a nice guy with <laughs> nothing else matters.
1: on the court one of my uh, one of my favorite quotes that dwayne johnson says is uh, it's nice to be important but it's important to be nice and and i i totally agree i totally love it it's really cool sitting here and listening So you talk about what you were chasing when you were back in you know NBA the competitive days, and I'm curious now as you sit up here in really comfy shoes, pajamas, and a t-shirt, what are you chasing now? 2022, you've done it all.
3: I want to become a sex symbol.
2: (laughs) We actually wanted to talk to you about that. No, we wanted to talk to you. (laughs) We want to manage your OnlyFans page. So
3: so I've been I've been working out, and I posted a pic a couple weeks ago, and it went viral. Oh yeah! I was like, man. So I've been really, really working what, out. What kind of pick? was it? No, no, Sh- shirtless pic. Hell yeah! Oh, oh, yeah, that one. That was Photoshop, yeah. eh? But
1: I seen this picture. No, no, no. It had, it had, I'm, he had like. You no, know am right, not gonna, You, know, you have a six pack?
3: I'm not gonna even talk to you today because I'm gonna show him. Go ahead, keep
1: talking. <laughs> I, actually, I actually, I have a funny uh, story. Uh, go ahead. It's not a story. It's a, it's a prompt.
3: I'm gonna show him this video that I did this morning, and you tell me if it's a six pack. Okay. Go ahead, keep asking questions. Don't touch my phone.
4: All right. Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to
1: work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job, it's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you're ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond.
4: Learn more at (laughs) cbp.gov/careers.
3: I saw the photo. It looks photoshopped. Did
4: you have to be naked? Like (laughs) he said, sex symbol.
3: When you say yes or no, it's real. Yeah, this is just me this morning messing around. Here, come much. Go ahead, keep talking. Me? Yeah. No, them. Oh my! <laughs> <God>. <laughs> yeah. what, what you can you, see, you explain dog. what
1: you're seeing, George? Uh,
4: something. like It looks like he's from the Avengers right now, bro. Like this guy is. It's a deep fake. Oh, this is not
3: Photoshop. It's, oh, a deep- it's not Photoshop. Stop it. That's you know a know. movie, bro. Yeah, you see that today? Yeah, but That's I a, also a, know, know you No, nah, it ain't fun. Nope, you don't know nothing. Yeah, he, he found out. I've he's I've been deep eating fake salad. Technologi- nope. AI deepfake like technology. Could yeah, you airdrop that to me? Tell them what you see. <laughs>
1: tell, me, tell me what
3: you no, see. No, but I, so I, I had like a little four-pack, so I'm, I'm... No, that I'm was a like six-pack.
4: Don't be humble. Don't be I humble. Like to,
3: I like to create crazy, motivating food, so I want to... Because I was looking at myself, and I had that Charles Barkley retirement body.
0: <laughs>
3: right? And I didn't want to... I didn't want my stomach to be over the belt anymore. So i was just like, let me go ahead and get slammed. But after that thing went viral now, I have to live up to it, so I'm a. Now I was 401 pounds. Now I'm 365. I'm, I'm 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 trying to take it back to 345. And I want to have muscles everywhere, and I want to do an underwear ad with my sons. Do
1: you know a grand?
3: Fruit of the Looms, baby.
1: Nice, nice. That's funny. What uh,
3: the hell is that? Why is it's a cat. Call it He's around? literally a cat. I've Jeez. never seen
1: Dylan actually be more like a cat than in that moment. I swear to God, this guy just army crawl across the floor on all fours.
3: Jeez, what are you doing?
1: Young lady in the front. You came up to me. Uh, Can you come up here for this for this prompt? Uh, uh, She came up to me. I was here doing a a, a little presentation earlier, and she showed me a photo, a photo that she had, and I I want to show you, Shaq. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Why don't you you come in front right here? And and then here. Come come right here. And uh, hello, how are you? I know it might be a little (laughs) awkward, but show Shaq what you have.
2: Okay. So 1999, you and me at the Denver Zoo.
1: she was she was like and
2: we also have the same birthday and i dm you on instagram almost every year and i'm like hey Shaq, happy meeting. we have the
3: same
2: birthday this is a pic of us at the denver zoo in
3: 1999 this and is a pic of us saw. do you remember that? <laughs> i don't remember the pic but i remember them, no.
0: here, here
4: here show the camera <laughs> that would be weird if he was like yeah actually it was a Tuesday. No, of put it on so i have
3: a i'm doing i'm doing research every time i go to the zoo
2: yeah, for
3: what? For what? <laughs> don't laugh, but it's a true story. Don't move, whatever I do. So every every zoo that I went to in the world, all the gorillas look at me and they go crazy. You can laugh, it's okay. Are you serious? Yeah, so, don't move. So, I'll go to them and like I'll mess with them and like they all come to the glass and they all do this. <laughs> every zoo in the world, like they just go crazy, they just go to the glass and go, so,
2: did you say gorillas? Huh? Which animal did you say? The gorillas. That's where we met. See? In front. Uh-huh. You met See? at the gorillas?
3: Yes. I'm t- I told you. I'm telling you. Yes. It's, it's just like, so every city, every zoo, and they all, so they had this one albino gorilla in Philly. He almost broke the damn glass and got out. His name was Joey. And when he stood up, he was like nine feet nine. If he did break out. I would have ran my ass off him. <laughs> Yeah, I'm not fighting. listen. I'm I'm, I'm tough and all, but I'm not gonna fight no gorilla.
1: I don't. I don't know. I, I you could. I feel like you could take a gorilla, man. No, I cannot. <laughs> <laughs> you ever seen a shave, a shaved ape? Yes. One of the strongest things animals I've ever seen.
3: It looks like him.
1: Just so, about. If, if the ape <laughs> did crack and was bald. Just
3: about. Oh, yeah. No, those things. No, but <laughs> not. I, I like going to the zoo. How old are you now? I'm 29 now, but that, that makes was me feel so old. Uh,
2: Into
0: 99, I was.
3: Six? That's awesome. Yeah. Well, thanks for Bye. coming on stage. Yes, thank you.
1: <laughs> All
3: right. Happy birthday.
1: Did she say March 6th?
3: Yeah, March 6th. Yep, that's my birthday. There's the
1: cat. Um, okay, so so uh, before we wrap up here, I'm sure someone in the audience has yeah, sure. a question. I love the live Q&As. It's one of the coolest things we get to Have do I met there. you
3: before? You look familiar, sir. Up yes. front?
1: Yes.
3: I've never met you before.
1: Were you at the zoo in 99? <laughs> <laughs>
3: So
1: does, that, does anyone have a question for Shaq? Surely someone wants to say something.
3: I never forget a pretty face, sir. There
1: <laughs> wow, we go. Question one. over
2: here. You the
3: right well,
4: side. I mean, look how he was treating me, and I had a microphone. Do You think they want to get the mic now?
2: <laughs> I got one for you, Shaq. So my daughter, she's 14, freshman, playing AAU club ball. What kind of advice would you give her growing up, especially now that women's basketball is even getting more competitive with everything Kobe had going on and whatnot. So as she's trying to fight and make a spot... What
3: kind of advice would you give give her? One, have fun. Two, it's no pressure. Three, enjoy it. I see a lot of parents, when they get kids that are freshman phenoms, they, they push them a little too hard, and they don't realize that you still got to be a sophomore, still got to be a junior, still got to be a senior. So just, you know, encourage her, you know, don't really put too much stress on being good at 14. Like, I never wanted my kids to be really good at 14. I used to hold them back. And mom just said, "No, no, no, I'm like, no, just, just, just wait." And I think they're at a pretty good level now. And they have a lot of room to, to go. But you know, listen, she's fourteen. She's a girl. Let her be a girl. Let her hang out. Uh, teach her how to be a leader, and you know, just uh, encourage her as, as as much as you can. Another question. Ooh, another question over here. Hi, Jack. Um, my name
1: is Marissa. Over here. Hi. <laughs> um, thank you for being here. This is awesome. Thanks for letting us be a part of this. But you grew up with a kind of a strict dad that, you know, didn't let you get away with much. How do you feel about kids and parents today that really, I feel, I don't have kids, but I see, don't really have a lot of, um, they want to be more their friend than their parent. And how do you
3: see like that generation and the next generation? You know, I don't want to sit up here like I'm a parenting expert, but the way my parents raised me worked for me. The way I raised my children, it works for them. Never been in the position to say, you should do this, you should do that. can always offer advice. I kind of wanted to be my kids' friends also because I was gone a lot. So when I come home, I didn't want to be the bad guy all the time. So I would have to mix it up on when I get upset and when I didn't get upset. So when my kids were little, the way I get got upset, I would I would act like a dog man and I chase them around the house. <laughs> so just, you know, I'm that's of, terrifying you know, as so a grown I, up. You, know, you like, looked right at you. you know, I'd be like, I'd be like, I got a call from your teacher. You didn't pay attention in class. You got three seconds to run. And they start, and I get them. You gonna pay attention in class? Arr, so I, I had to be a little bit more of a friend. So you know, to to each his own. And you know, the the rules have definitely changed. You, you can't do the things that happened to me and you but you know I I still see a lot of parents doing wonderful things out there question right here in the middle yeah
1: um uh, Jimmy Gutierrez the mayor or orange shirt to some people up on the stage but the hype man I had a question um I had an opportunity to take my kids to your uh on their 21st birthday see you playing at encore um
0: what was what's behind the whole DJ thing By the way, you tore up the stage. It was insane. Had a fun
1: time. So, I'm just curious.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Diesel
3: for sure. So, from 15 through to 40, an hour, once, twice, three times a week, I would get an adrenaline boost from you all, from the fans. And again, going back to my father, he took me to a game one time. It was a terrible game, and we were riding the car, and he says. If you ever make it to this level, make sure you put on the performance for people that pay that money to watch you perform. So whenever I played, I always took pride in that and like I needed that. Like I would have to come in the arena sometimes and I didn't feel like playing and see this man and his beautiful wife or father and son or family who come to watch me play, little kids with the Shaq jersey. Now I know I got to step up for them. Mm. Now I know I got to play hard for them. So. You know, I went to this concert one time, it was 500,000 people there. Cause after I retired in 2011, it kind of went, I didn't have anything. Like I'd get it, I get the adrenaline boost a little bit, but you know, I went to this concert, it was half a million people there and it just entered my body again. So then I was like, you know what, I've been DJing in high school and college, let me do it. So that, that hour when I DJ, you know, just reminds me of a game seven. That and you,
2: you also get to spend a lot of that time with, with your son, Miles, who helped put this together, a friend of mine. Yes. What's it What's it like to be out there uh, doing something that you love with, with your son like that?
3: He watched me do it. And, you know, he, he didn't ask for my help, which I love and respect. Because, You know, he, he wants to be respected out there. He started from the bottom, just, just like I did. And I've been DJing since the 80s, but, you know, when I entered the DJ world, I had to do. Not to start from the bottom, which is cool. So, you know, I just get a call one day and say, hey, man, your son wants to DJ. And I'm like, what? He's a DJ? Like, I didn't even know he was doing it. But, you know, I bought him the equipment when he was 11, 12, and I used to see him practicing. I never helped him out, but very, very proud of him.
1: Your ability to pivot is is phenomenal. And it makes sense now hearing that you've DJed in the past before, because when I saw you DJ for the first time in Austin. Uh, Austin, yeah. At uh, yeah. F1. Yes. I mean, you know, celebrities like, just turn DJs. I
3: know you didn't just call me the C word. You don't, th-
1: you don't think you're a celebrity? No,
3: I denounced myself from being a celebrity three years ago. Excuse my uh, French. Sex, I, I missed no, miss, no, miss that no, announcement. No, I'm gonna tell you why, because celebrities are assholes. They are, they're rude, they're obnoxious, they're arrogant, and I'm not like that.
1: What's the, what's the title?
3: I'm just a regular guy. As you see, I came in here by myself, no entourage, no security, not throwing people around. I mean, I don't know if you need security. A lot of people, <laughs> a lot of people when they get certain stuff, they think that because I have this, I'm better than you, but I'm no better than you. I'm no better than you. So I'm, I'm a guy that was raised on an army base. I, I live a great life, but doesn't make me better than you. So I don't walk around and act like I'm better than you. So celebrities, they're doing a lot of crazy stuff. I don't want to be involved in that. Hmm. I want to be a regular guy. I drive a Dodge Charger, Hellcat, of course. <laughs> of course. <laughs> of course. 700 and HP. You no, know, I'm, I'm just a regular guy. So. You know, when they called us a celebrity DJ, I actually took offense to that. I was like, oh, you think I'm a celebrity DJ? Okay, so it's like, cause I'm, I'm the type with me getting criticized my whole life. When I get criticized, I don't cry and whimper. I just step up. Yep. Oh, okay. Yep. All right. Okay, no problem. So when they called us a celebrity DJ, we just had to step up. And now they call me the dubstep dad. No way. Yeah.
1: <laughs> well, you're, you're very good is what I was gonna say. Thank you, you sir. You, you, are, you aren't the celebrity DJ. Thank you. You're absolutely right. I, I cannot believe you fit in the charger. I do. I can't
2: believe he fits in that
3: chair. <laughs> <laughs> two more questions back here.
1: Shut the hell the up. <laughs> Hi, Christian, Christian Morja. I uh, two a statement and then a question. One in 1989, I saw you in the drum, San Antonio Cole play in the high school state basketball championship. I always wanted to get to the drum. I never got there, but I was 13 years old then, and I uh, it was uh, 3A, right? So yes. not the biggest school in Texas, and uh, it was one of the most amazing things I ever saw. But that was awesome. But I'm a Kobe guy. Grew up being a Kobe guy. Um, I know you guys, I, I've watched every documentary. I've seen it all. Seen you talk about it a thousand times. Um, but that beef or whatever that story that you guys went through, the world. Um, how true is it? And, and what is
3: the world? It, the world likes to sorry of cut you off, but I, I know you're going this. The world likes to portray it as beef. But what I like about you and your brother, I see you guys argue all the time. But at the end, the respect is there. Mm -hmm. That's why y'all are close. Mm -hmm. See what I'm saying? So he is who he is, I am who I am. We used to butt heads, but you can never lose respect. Mm -hmm. So me being the leader of the team, I knew what I had. I used to mess with him all the time. Because I already know I'm giving you 28, 29, 30, 40. Now I gotta get him to give me that because I could never do it by myself. It had to be a one-two punch. So we would go back and forth. But if you look at all the documentaries, the first championship is 20,000 people in the arena. And I go and put my hand up like this and and, and and the floor opens up. And who's the first person to jump tomorrow? Kobe Bryant. So as the big brother, sometimes you have to push buttons. As the leader, sometimes you have to push buttons. I feel that, you know, when you're a leader, you either focus on the relationship or you focus on the task. And studies show sometimes when you focus on the relationship, the task dwindles. Sometimes when you focus on the task, the relationship dwindles. I'm a task-driven leader. I got to win the championship because if we lose, they're coming at me. Mm-hmm. You miss this many free throws, you're rapping, you're doing movies. So I got to do whatever I got to do. Push all the buttons and make everybody perform at a high level. So it wasn't really beef. It was just, you know, disagreements sometimes cause he wanted to shoot all the time. And I said, no, you need to pass it to me all the time. So it wasn't, <laughs> wasn't that that it was beef. And then, you know, cause, cause like there's there's arguments and you know, there's tussles, but it, it would never, it would never spill over to real life. Cause I would never let it spill over to real life. Cause you know, at the end of the day, I got to go home to my children and go home to your children. If I see you out, it's not like I'm gonna beat you up in front of your kids. So. It was just uh, in the workplace disagreements. And I'm sure you guys have them here all the time. But you guys are at the top because of a reason. So the respect was still there. Like I saw you and your brother fight one time. And at the end of the night, you guys were together. I was like, those guys are close. Yeah, those guys are close.
1: he's my brother. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like there, there have been times in my life where the, the saying was, I don't, I don't like my brother, but I love my brother. Yes. And I feel like that about Mike a lot, actually. Uh, actually, I don't even like Mike. I don't know why he's here. He's the one I think he's going to. I don't like this party. guy. <laughs> right, so just we all, need to switch chairs. He's just sitting here
3: doing, doing this all night.
1: Why do you guys switch and then leave? I'm just kidding. I couldn't. No, he's just I couldn't sitting, just sitting here
3: doing, doing this all night. night.
1: <laughs> I couldn't do the show without these guys. I love you, Mike. I, I didn't I mean what I said earlier just now. I know that. Do We have one, one more question. Yeah, yeah, final question over here on this side of the room. Here we go. He's so excited, dude. Hi, my name is Erin Neely.
3: And I'm a huge basketball fan, so I have to ask this. Out of all of the teams that you played for, what was your favorite team and why? Probably the Lakers, because when Phil Jackson came, he, he, he allowed us, well, he taught us to get over the hump. And after we got over the hump, we just knocked off three straight. And then Miami would be my second team. But, you know, just having the opportunity, especially as a high-level juvenile delinquent, to fulfill my dream and play in the NBA was great. But my favorite team would probably be the Lakers. All right, well. Thank you.
1: Yeah, thank you guys. No, honestly, Shaq, <laughs> awesome. we appreciate you for giving us your time and energy. Glad we found you on the podcast. Say again? That's water? This is a, a hydration beverage. It, it's, it has okay. coconut water in it. Yeah, Cool.
3: Because we're in competition now.
1: I don't think we are. I went back and forth with the team on this.
3: Okay, well. I, I really I'm, don't think I'm, we are. I'm Complimentary.
1: No, tell me, it's 88 Alkaline, right? No, it's
3: Alkaline 88. Uh,
1: Al- Alkaline because it's eight. And if I see 8.
3: that in the store, Plus I'm gonna just buy it and just throw it away, so my shit can sit there.
1: As long as you're getting us the dollars, brother.
3: <laughs> All right, good luck with that, brother. All right, thank you, you guys. That. Jackie O'Neill,
1: ladies and gentlemen, we love you guys. You're the best Thanks distributors you, in the world you. and the best audience you're and the right. best audience ever, now. ladies and gentlemen. Oh, gentlemen, thank you for watching this episode of the Subscribe, hit that subscribe button. We'll see you next time. Peace. You um.
4: Can I get one of those Meta Moon things? Hey, I don't know if you know this, but we're actually on a podcast. Hey, also, I don't like, know if you could... I don't know if you know this, but like, I think I need to get kicked off this podcast. No, like, I mean, <laughs> like, 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 like even I, down. even, even my shirt. Whoa, Nice, nice catch. Nice catch. What's, what's wrong with my shirt? No, I said you pull got down Dunlap. Your your belly Willy Dunlap, Long, Dunlap belly your
2: belt.
0: over your belly, belly
4: My belly yeah, my belly button, yeah. Nothing more embarrassing could happen to me today. Not like one of the greatest basketball players shitting on me in front of a group of first of all I want what everybody. you talk about you call I, me
1: Jeffrey Dahmer
4: excuse me you are you told me I looked like a monkey uh, hey, listen, a gorilla look, listen you guys had all the time to talk shut the fuck up for two seconds oh, now so I can please talk. paint this fucking picture <laughs> one you know when I found out that it was live when I got the fuck on stage I turn around and I see all these people I go uh homie <laughs>
2: homie it's been in the group chat <laughs> no it has
4: I looked back I even typed the word live it wasn't in the group chat <laughs> so fuck you guys it's not live okay, nope, it's, it's not live that it might oh, not be the key word there's Fucking four hundred people. keyword in here. may have been audience. I'm not done. Distributors. Second, they're like, by the way, you're gonna need to wear headphones. Never wear headphones. By the way, why well, wear the headphones? Not hey, even plugged in. Hey. Not even plugged in. Hey. This is what I saw Shaq doing. <laughs> <laughs> the whole fucking time. And then he got mad. I knew he was mad at me, not because he said it, because he was like.
1: And then he starts hitting me. And I'm like, oh, I think he's talking to me. Oh, he was poking you real hard that. No, I the didn't last know he was even though. talking to
4: me. I went like this. You know how embarrassing that was? I'm from I'm from Phoenix. Hey,
2: shut up.
1: That's our own producer.
2: That's our own producer. You're screaming into a mic. What is this? A Bon Jovi concert? Shut it. Shut your mouth, cat. Shut your freaking <laughs> yap. George. You gotta, you gotta be versatile. You can't just come up here saying it was a live show. I didn't know. I can't hear anything. I'm deaf. I'm blind. I'm stupid. We know all that. First, <laughs> I just ha- say something I, to the guy. I, I had
4: nothing. You, you could yeah, ask about Jesus, Jack, or, or I did bring up about Jesus. You wasn't very happy. No, me. you should have said what was your what was your free throw joke? The, uh, not free throw joke. I said I've heard of David and Goliath. There was a giant. No,
1: joke. no, no, no. You said something to me that you didn't say to Shaq.
4: Oh, I said, who taught you how to throw free throws? I actually was gonna say, what does your dad think about your free throws? But then I was like, <laughs> maybe maybe that's a little bit too much. You know what, I'm not gonna lie. I, everybody needs to fit their description. I'm the type that could talk shit when you're not around. I feel super
2: safe. When you're not around, I'll talk all the shit. It is he much was easier. here,
4: not the same I, I also
2: like that you do that and like clam up because that's what the normal person would do. It's what the average person would no, do. Not clam
4: up, bro. I, I've learned my lesson on this podcast. If I if I have nothing valid to say or interrupt the flow, it's terrible. Very smart. So if I couldn't hear what was going on, this is a double Dutch game. So if I would have thought I said something but ruined it, like and ruined the flow of this conversation, it it would have been better for me to take the back seat. And it did. Me and him bonded. He bruised my arm for poking it. Buddy, let me let me tell
2: you something. If anybody on this stage right now ruined that podcast, it wasn't you. Yeah, Logan, what the fuck was that, bro? I,
1: I didn't show up. Today.
2: Okay, I'm I gotta sorry. ask. No, no, no stop. No, 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 that's, no, not, no. that's, that's not, not, not why. No, 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 it was That's about showing up. No, telling me what. I'm gonna keep talking, but it means nothing. I, I didn't feel. I'm not saying anything up, George, that shut means anything. This is what you guys do.
1: You guys say stuff that means nothing, and then you stop out of
2: nowhere. Hundred percent, me. I did it. I don't know if it was lack of sleep, but homie just. A quarter of the way through the podcast says, "Thanks for showing up today, Shaq. We really enjoyed your presence, I'm dog. Such a moron. We were ten minutes in. I'm such a moron. Why did you end the show then?" So, guys, we <laughs> we ended the show. We all went backstage, and they were
1: like, "Yo, what? Thirty minutes in, you ended the show?" Like, I thought we started at three, and when I looked at my phone, it was four. So right. I was like, "Oh, we would been going an hour." What but was different st-
4: about this podcast, though? I'll
1: tell you. One, it's fucking Shaq. Yeah, yeah. He's 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 not. He's not incredibly easy to in- to interview. All right, now and then, two the live audience as a whole other th- thing because, in my opinion, if it's not just us, like I'll come up here and be explicit and vulnerable about 100%. me and my life, whatever. But I do want to be respectful of him. <laughs> And, and I'm afraid to ask, you know, questions that we well, may want, ask well, on we to ask on a podcast because there's 250 people watching. We were going to ask Shaq how, how big, big his dick, dick
2: was. Because his shoes are so big, we're going to ask him, yo, well, and right when he said he was wanted to be a sex symbol, I thought to myself, now's the time. You wear a size twenty five shoe. Do you have a size twenty five cock? But then there's fucking little Miss Susie distributor from anheuser yeah. Bush sitting in row one, looking at me like my daughter's gonna watch this episode. <laughs> I'm like, all right, okay. Fuck this shit. <laughs> uh, do
4: you guys want me to tell you what was on the like the video? Because he kept saying like describe it for them. Yeah, what like, was the video? Bro, it was. I'm not kidding. It's like it's. He had a bookshelf that was a hidden bookshelf. Yeah. Somebody pulled the book, opened up the bookshelf. Okay. Now it's a huge other room. Which was amazing, and then he comes around the corner, literally no socks, nothing but bright, bright blue
2: underwear. Could you see the print? Oh he, yeah. It, like, what's it looking like? Dogs hung, bro. Really? Like, it's like
4: be, hey, like <laughs> he's like, tell him what you see. And I could not get my eyes
1: off of just yeah. he was just walking, <laughs> and I was like, oh, you, oh, like. That's that should be illegal. Like you, you, you know, it should be illegal. What? The fact that he was married to a woman who was under five foot. Nah, he was married see, to nah, a
2: I'm not even kidding. Bro. Not like because
4: same same his bro. dick is like barely under. No, no, five no, 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 no.
1: Look up a picture of Shaq and his wife. She was short. No, she was short in the picture. She was probably taller than me. Uh-uh. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. I think she. I think she's short. Short. I, I, I don't even see like anatomically how that how Well that anyways could. I didn't
4: even finish so he comes around the corner And I'm like wow Shaq is literally On the show right now showing me him in his underwear And I was like this is a
1: pretty cool I moment. thought it was going to be like a Jeffree Star moment where Like Jeffree Star fully showed us picture of him sucking A professional NFL athlete's player dick, dick on a plane I, mean, yeah. I thought for sure Shaq was
2: going to show you a video of him Fuck, Fuck it, it. But, but the thing about him is he's like this like super in demand dude he, we, we jumped through Fucking rings of fire To get him on the podcast for an hour And he comes here and he's like, you got an hour of my time. And like 26 minutes go by and Logan pulls the reverse uno on him and goes, yo, Shaq, thanks for coming to join us for 12 minutes. That's all we got for you today. Get the fuck out of here. Shaq looked at us like this, like, what's good, bro?
1: I know. I made an error. And I I want to apologize to the audience. I'll take this time now to uh, say I'm sorry. I don't really feel like myself today. It's fine. By the way, George did get a signature of Shaq
4: to the
1: museum, baby, and yep. he
4: was such a sweet guy, dude. He was like, "Hey, man, I really like the way that you could take jokes." He goes, "I leaned on you." He goes, "But I, re- I, he as I like that." And then we talked about the dad thing, but I gotta say what Milton did because Milton is like Logan's coach. <laughs> And this guy. First of all, before we even went, we went to go get pizza, and he's, he's chilling with fourteen Indian old women. <laughs> Literally, <standing laughs> they're like, in the they're like, what like do you mean? <laughs> what are you? What are you doing here? And he's like, no. If you want a picture take it with them, I'm like, no, no. And I'm he just like, kept D-. walking. I was faster. like, yeah, we didn't even want the, We want to sit. I'm like, this guy is a, he's this cartoon. But <laughs> Shaq comes out and he pulls out this walkie-talkie from his fucking. Pocket, okay. was, boys, I'm ready, and just a fucking sh- like I'm talking like Secret Service comes no out shot. of nowhere. What are you talking he about? said he came here He's, with no yeah, what bro. He's not a celebrity. Bro, boys, I'm ready. Swoop. Then Milt jumps on the opportunity. He goes right this way. I'm not kidding. I want the camera to pan. Exact because this was I, watched I saw it. this and I, I was like, it. "Wow, Mel, that was great." Had his camera ready, he goes, "Yeah, right this way." W- walks into the room. This is him walking in. He looks at the camera because it's right there. Takes a picture, and now he just sits in an empty room. And he goes, a am supposed
1: to be in this room. And he goes, "No, no, no, shut the fuck up, Milton." My boxing coach escorted Shaq to like he convinced Shaq that he was a member of his team. Basically. Literally, this is all the room. This is the moment. This is the movie to get a picture. I watched it. <laughs> I had to uh I had to ban uh Milton from taking snaps and videos you haven't yet. of me no no of me oh. and Jake because he's become a liability online he he would in the past uh post our location where we were in real time in Foreign, strange cities. One time, we were being swatted. Someone called us and said, you know, whatever they said to get the the, the the SWAT team at our house. And Milton thought it would be cool to live stream the whole fucking thing on Instagram. So <laughs> no when, when we found there was a leak from the inside of our camp, I, I had to bro. He's live streamed the beginning of it was our address and a helicopter in the, like you could see it all in one frame. TMZ
2: was there within five minutes, dude. Like and <laughs> and
1: I guarantee when you said Milton what and he goes no. What? What? Like I do I am curious though because he loves posting on Instagram and I don't got, know what it he is. He got in trouble by another organization that we work with, not to be named. Talking to one of the superstars.
2: Get, get really pictures, yeah.
1: Really. <laughs> what, well, hey, what's ow, dude, ow. is he is he here? Yeah, he's right there. Oh, no. Should we ask? And hey, by the have? way, Maybe. there's
2: there's no prompt. No, I, I do
1: want to know this. I do want to know this.
2: Jeff, I guess straight out.
1: Can, can can I ask Milton why he loves Snapchatting so much? <laughs> it's I, cool. I, just, Instagram, I it's, Instagram. it's the time I need to know why he loves posting on Instagram so much. He, the the new like 60 second story feature came out and he's the biggest fan I of it. I just
4: want to let you know we 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 moved shack for this story. Just FYI. No, could have been another. No, I already we full accountability. <laughs> I messed
1: up. I'm kidding. I bro. like I like podcasts with my boys. You know, sh- is so big. You did that. i so fucking big. can I, 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 I
4: panicked. I panic. I panic. he hey, does. to be honest, I, I nobody's happier than that move because, bro, I was so nervous the whole time, dude. Fucking up in front of people
1: is a scary thing. Fucking Mil- up in Mil- front of Shaq scary S- thing. There's no
2: need to do. no, Mil- Mil- take a seat. Oh, just sit out. Like you're not a statue. You don't have to hold that thing.
1: Take a seat. Yeah, no, no, I know, I know, I feel you, George, and uh, I, I, I'll apologize again, uh, cause I, oh, I, could,
2: I, I apologize for not showing um, up. Can either. we get a tie of Milton's toes real quick?
1: <laughs> Jake's team says. Jake's team says. Jake's team
2: says if they want, if
1: if Milton wants to travel with him, it's mandatory that he wears socks and lotion. <laughs>
2: you need lotion right now. <laughs> <laughs> Looks looking like Kevin. Looking like Kevin Durant's ankles over here. <laughs> yeah. oh my God, dude! No,
4: shut up. Oh my god, I'm pretty sure. I, I
1: bring bring that close to your mouth. Oh all right, there you go. God. All right, all right. Can you hear me? How
0: are you not itchy, bro Loud and clear. Sure. That close to you. All right, your mouth. all right,
1: all right. You got your picture with Shaq? Yeah.
0: <laughs> how'd that how'd that come about? I asked him when he was walking out the door.
1: Yeah, just you just I heard you escorted him into an empty room.
0: No, 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 no. Escort him. There was no light right there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's, that's, that's the why, that doesn't check this, brother. He gave me the that's classic that's redirect. <laughs> smoke a <and> mirror. You <laughs> just doing smoke
2: bomb <laughs> No, thought no, no, no light. I mean, it was dark in there. What does that, that mean, that's
4: bro? That's so funny. Cause No, I, I understand it now because I watched his face when he was making up his mind. You Wait, you weren't trying to trick him in the room. You were just mad that there was no light there. There was no light.
1: Oh, my God. That's so funny. I, I brought you up here to ask you one question. Surprise me. And I've been I've been meaning to ask you this. On nationwide. What is it about posting on your Instagram story <laughs> that you like so much? What do you mean? <laughs> Duh. <laughs> what do you mean? Don't do that. What, do you, what do you mean what I mean? You're one of those guys as he's a shit poster. A, a
2: shit poster. Bro, you go,
1: you go to, you go to look at his story. And each bar is this fucking big microscopic up top. Microscopic And dots. there's a hundred of them, and each one is 20 seconds long. So I'll ask again. I don't, I don't get it. I don't get it. You're 66 <laughs> years old. You're still actively posting on Instagram, really actively. So what is it that you like about it so much? You don't even know. See, this is what confuses me. <laughs> well, you're me. putting them on the
0: spot. Give them a second no, to think of it. I'm just trying to
2: think. Okay, I'm...
1: I
0: just post stuff to be
2: posted, I guess. Mill, no, you're colder than ice. You're, you're cool as a cucumber. Everybody know. knows you're the, you're the thunder from down under. You're the, queen, the legend from Queens. You're the man that won't stop being the man. You're the guy okay. who says some more things that you would call yourself. <laughs> i I'm often imitated, but never duplicated.
0: There you go. The what else? In the East and the best in the West. <laughs> yeah. When the ladies get next to me, to just get undressed. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I don't know. I just post stuff. I guess I just think it. you know, I don't know. I just post it. Why? Why do I post? You
1: try to be an influencer? No. Because from this angle, that's what it looks like. You trying to be oh, no. I can't be an influencer
0: son. because I'm not charging anybody. I'm not charging Well, you post, post? more than every influencer I know. <laughs> that's not true.
1: Yes, it is. <laughs> Trust me. No one posts as much as you. Yeah, not right? even close. I don't post. Not even hey. close. Kevin? Not even remote. No, not close. Kevin. That's why I'm mean. hey. Like but what I do you don't po- see why I don't even post that much? Are you fricking me? Oh, <laughs> frickin me? let's find out. Do I post
0: that much?
2: Let's find out.
0: So I'm a now I'm a poster child for not posting. Let's
1: find out right now. You got four stories live on your Instagram right
2: now. Oh, you went to, oh that's not bad. You went
1: to Overlook LA last night.
2: Oh, that's actually not that bad. I actually I'm respect not really that story. Doing
1: anything? No, I'm still just wondering why. You like it? You like it,
0: right? Well, well, since I am everywhere, <laughs> which my hat says, so I post stuff where I go and let everybody know, like, hey, I'm here, I'm here. You know, just so people, if, if, a minute, yeah. if people tag location on brand. Wait, but if people who can't follow us or y'all around, they follow me wherever I go, knowing hey, where's he going next? So I figure I am everywhere I do post. You, I do post, you, do yeah. you
1: know do you, okay, check this out. Cause your posting uh kind of helped me out a little bit recently for the first time. Wow.
0: <laughs> I think I know what that one is. Do you? Yeah.
1: Which one? The Puerto Rico. Puerto story. Rico.
0: Yeah. Because although you did the Puerto Rico thing and you didn't post and you didn't do anything. And, and we didn't, I didn't even post. I didn't even post no pictures like, hey, we're here. And then a week later after I, it, it came out, uh, I said, you know what? Maybe I should just put this up because it's a week later, it's yeah. behind. And, and a lot of positive, positive, positive uh, notes came up about like, wow. Logan is helping out. Your guys are helping out, and a lot of uh, a lot of big Puerto Rican people kind of reached out and was saying stuff like that, that about you, which was
1: all positive. Well, it, it was interesting because like as you know, we know, and I think I, I'm doing an interview with Philip DeFranco this weekend. The, oh nice. The, the the Puerto Rican sentiment is 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 some people feel a certain way about it, mm-hmm. and I wasn't gonna post that on social media, and and you did, and in this video that Philip DeFranco made, That's uh, he was kind of he was kind of c- condemning or or or, or, um, talking about the sentiment of some Puerto Ricans about, you know, me. Go home, Gringo. Yeah, exactly. And 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 he cited a couple tweets of people saying like, you know, Logan, you're you're on this island, but what are you doing to help out? And I don't feel the need to have to prove myself, which is why I didn't post anything and I don't plan on posting anything or or parading my pursuits around on social media. But the fans had our back and they saw your picture and they were like, yo like. Phil, like about they are doing stuff and we've done some stuff too, but it, it it helped me because now I'm he saw the picture and I'm gonna I'm gonna sit down with Philip DeFranco um this weekend and, and talk a little bit. Philly about D. Philly well D. I, had, I had also let them know I was
0: a Boricua,
2: Yo, I'm Puerto Rican. <laughs> I've been working with Logan for five years I'm Puerto Rican so you can't say he ain't doing anything son, because I'm here. Say something else like in that same type of vein like the other things that you say. You know what, what, what I'm saying? What are you talking about, man? No not like not like that, but <laughs> you've got Muhammad another, Ali another <laughs>
1: I'm the
0: greatest of all time. Well, <laughs> let me tell you, I'm the greatest of all time. I whoop Joe Frazier. I'm about to whoop you. I'm going to get up here. Let me tell you, I'm so pretty. But when I finish with you, this won't be no joke. Next time you see your nose will be broke.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Milt Supreme, ladies and gentlemen. Hey, hey. speaking of posting a lot, there's a hot, upcoming, new social media platform yeah. that people are posting like crazy. Oh, Mill. you would love it. I posted 44 posts already on it today, and I've only been awake for six hours. Yeah. That platform, ladies and gentlemen. You may have heard of it. It's called Snapchat. Snapchat. We're fucking oh, Snapchatting. We are Snapchatting. <laughs> oh, my God, bro. Yeah, they have this new uh,
1: creator payout program, and that's probably the reason you're seeing Not me. a lot no, of your I, no, I favorite like, or least favorite
2: influencers. I just like posting there. It has nothing to do with the money. Yeah, why would, why would you want to make money? <laughs> I got one better. No, it, it, we're talking about something. Okay, I'm sorry that's no, all right on, say say a slogan mm-hmm. first and then do it like one of your things that you say
0: I'm too hot to hold definitely too hard to handle I set it off like a Roman candle that works now okay. say now say what you bet yeah, okay
2: better.
0: there's a new platform about to hit the market which is called and that's going to
2: be the game changer. Yeah, how, how, have you ever said something on a show where the entire sentence was bleeped out before? Because that just happened. Did okay, you well, just try to plug no, I'm gonna it? it I'm going to try it again. I'm going to try it again. Yeah, go ahead. No, what try no, it again. No, that's what fine. let, him, okay. let that? him try it again.
1: There's a nude. and it's going to be a game
0: changer.
2: <laughs> we even bleep that just to be safe. Just to be safe. Bro.
1: No, it's Snapchat. So it is. It is funny. So look, I've been, I've been snapping. Like I am a snapchatting TikToker again now. And and so has Mike and and everyone knows that no one wants to see a thirty-seven-year-old on Snapchat,
2: but if you do, you can follow Mike. It's hey, big Mike. But the thing is about it, it, you're you're probably right. But we we do all this really polished content that goes on. Even even the TikToks are well produced. The YouTube content is obviously pretty pretty high production. Uh, the podcast produced. But when we get a chance to, you know, try to solve a Rubik's cube or chase each other around the house or like, the kind of shit that we do behind the scenes. That by the way. A lot of the real, real long-term, long-time uh, audience members want to see. We'd, we've been doing it on Snapchat, I, I, which is it's uh, interesting. It's, it's cool. It's, bro. it's something I overlooked. I've
1: actually been having fun snapping my day. Like it's, it, I'm bro. As much as it pains me to say this, I'm a fucking YouTuber, bro. I'm a daily vlogger. I well, lo- I well. Lo- I, I am I love creating you I lo- I like I like taking Videos and pictures of what's going on in my day Posting them, trying to be funny here and there, trying to get creative Exercising my ab- This is so cool to me it's a gift I'm exercising My ability to take This device in my hand record a piece of Content and upload it for the entire world To see now man when I was like 10 11 that, that just wasn't how it was And it's so cool now that we can do it and so I'm taking Advantage of it and it's cool and it, you know they, they're, they're paying a decent amount of money now if you want to subscribe to my snapchat it's at logan paul but <laughs> i remember like when you that.
2: were youtubing bro you i was I was, I
1: was snapchatting back in the day
2: too No, but which, I'm talking, which is why
1: which is why this isn't foreign to me like i i used to snapchat every single day before the daily vlogs and then i hopped into daily but vlogs. the daily
2: vlog like the vlogging is what made you i mean you people you were considered to be one of the greatest youtubers and and it's been like, sad kind of sad to see your, your fall from from glory and, not um, sad at all. Well, not well, sad well, at all. I no, just no, want no, to no. throw no, this part of it. I- especially, you know, having been someone who was at one point just an extra in those vlogs and now um, someone who gets more monthly views than you on a consistent basis every single month. I think there's
1: a lot of people that get more views than me monthly. Yeah, but
2: none of those guys are sitting on stage. So it's just, you know, I mean, it's just, you know, just stick strictly based on numbers, <laughs> you're,
1: you're going to be statistically higher to have more views than me if you're on this stage because I'm not posting. I, I will say, to...
0: hey, listen, no, 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 that's... No, no, you listen. listen no! To...
1: <laughs> I posted a YouTube video called I took 4,120 oh, words yeah, in 99 great video. days. Great video. It was a summary and a montage compilation, whatever you want to call it, of the originals photos and each story that we put together. I have never gotten better feedback on a video in my life, like mm. ever. And it's as watch a time as a creator, watch time, retent everything. As a creator, <clears throat> there's no better feeling than when what you put out gets received positively. And uh, I just want to say thank you to everyone who followed that journey and who commented on the YouTube video. And I I am humbled that the project was received better than I expected. Because you have to understand, like, w- w- ironically enough, when we sat at the live show in Ohio... And i announced originals for the first time and i was talking about this great project how it it could be my my magnum opus and it took me a year to conceptualize it and it was hard for people to understand what i was talking about right and even like during the release of the project some of the photos are fantastic if i do say so myself some aren't you know and so we'd get the occasion like you know what, what is this project what are you building what's happening and then finally now after I've released that video and you can see the arc, the story, the time, the energy uh, and the team that was involved in this project, people are finally seeing what I saw in the first three days of conceptualizing that project. And so, like, I do love YouTube at the end of the day. Man, I love creating and I'm so glad that we have these outlets to to, to, to just sit down, and talk and put out little pieces of us that some people at home can
2: resonate with. And, you, and, the, and that wasn't even like even remotely all of it. Those were like little, I mean, bro, you have so much footage. And, and back to the thing I said about the, the views, I'm obviously playing around, bro. Like, you're you you you're one of the fucking goats of YouTube. I, I You know, I, I learned so much from you having watched the fucking daily vlogs and being a part of them. And honestly, it's actually funny because lately you've been seeing all these people that uh, start to sway away from YouTube and move into other pursuits, starting to feel that call back. Casey Neistat. Back in New York City, like mm. talk about a, a full circle moment for the YouTube community. Casey and I's that back in New York City, back vlogging again, shooting vlogs, posting thumbnails, with, you know, just great content. And Emma Chamberlain back again as it's, well. It's after so, it's a long cool, break.
1: man. I think there's going to be a little bit of a, a kickback on authentic, personable content. You know, like we 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 see the we see the beast wave of youtube and yep. the the, the, yep. the creators that he's inspired to do these ARAC. massive larger than life videos yep. uh eric mr beam uh are you know these guys are killing it but personally you know that's 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 not what i yearn to see it, i i like the the realness I and like, a lot of
2: people do obviously we yearn to see that you what? know what i'm saying a lot of people do want to see it's for it's of, for well, a lot of people correct it's, but not me Bro, right, 27 right, right, right. like i don't need to
1: you know see people competing to win right like i don't care
2: i'm just i just love the community i just love creating that audience of people that actually like for the first time in a in a while i feel like i've i've really uh leaned into a community of people that genuinely care every single week what's going on and that's that's just an awesome feeling it's cool to know that like they're following our journey to that to that extent
1: no i agree it's cool and it's it's really cool to see it manifest in these live audiences which is why we like to do them uh last thing i just want to address it real quick uh, you want to talk about this Tua? Tua situation. Yeah,
2: I mean, dude, what a nasty situation. I mean, by the time this episode comes out, it will have been last week. But um, uh, Dolphins quarterback, um, you know, he had he Tua had had a um, a rough tackle the week before, had gone into concussion protocol, but I guess they made the decision that he was that he was eligible to play uh, last night, uh, the night before we recorded this podcast, and he took a really nasty hit. Uh, during the game and it was like it was like it was like a slingshot hit where he got like
1: dragged down and the back of his head slammed on the ground which you know we know from boxing and just anything ever getting hit in the back of the head is the worst place to get hit and the first thing that is affected is your vision
2: uh and he kind of he kind of flipped over and it, it was obvious immediately that there was something dramatically wrong uh, with his with his motor func- with his motor skills his 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 general function yeah he was
1: throwing up gang signs with his finger like it was it was, it was, ho- ho- it was disturbing hor-
2: horrifying carted off the field and there's been a lot of discussion once again about the CTE uh, and concussion protocol in the NFL we we it seemed like there had been a, a, a tremendous amount of pro- progress made over the past few years in terms of how serious concussion protocol was because they now know that CTE is such a major lifelong uh, an enduring battle for these people after these head injuries, and so there's, the, the Dolphins are under a tremendous amount of scrutiny right now uh, as a result of allowing him to play after after a potential concussion last week. Uh, news coming in today that their sticking, their their uh, medical team is sticking with this this uh, concept or idea that he was he was eligible to play and he was out of concussion protocol and that it was safe for him to play. But um, it's a it, it was a really challenging thing to watch. And uh, it's going to be interesting to see how it continues to shape that 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 space.
1: So I played football in high school. Um, I was uh, an all state linebacker and I gave every bit of me to that fucking high school football team because my, to- my coach told me to. And he convinced me that I was going to give it all when I went on the field. And while that's an amazing mindset to have at life, right? Just attack everything full force. It really hindered my health. I got a concussion one game, and I was the linebacker, right? So I have to play or, or, or call the plays. <clears throat> I got hit head-to-head with a, a running back from Avon Lake, and I, I knew immediately, like, something was not nor- – this, this particular hit, like, I would spear guys. This particular hit, like, uh, froze me a bit. So I, I, I stayed on the ground. I was on all fours. I, I went to get up, and I went to call the play, which involved counting the linemen and counting the people in the backfield. I didn't know how to count, dog. <laughs> I didn't know how to count or say words. And, and I have 10 other guys relying on me to call the fucking play. In that moment, I went, oh, my God, Horrible. this sport is scary. Now, add in everything else I've torn in my life, I'm not sure that I will let my children play football unless they absolutely fucking love it. It is an amazing sport. I love watching That's it, so but oh my gosh, it is so dangerous.
4: That's so funny you say that because I didn't ever expected you to say like, I don't like. I I could see fear taking over your decisions now, um, for your loved ones, yep. which is like I never thought I would ever see you go through that. Um, but yeah, I wasn't allowed to play football.
1: Um, it's just because of that. It's just such a rough sport, man. I, like I'm not kidding. Every big injury I had. That I still feel to this day, both knees pulled, both hip flexors, uh, is can be traced back to football, an amazing sport. If you guys are playing football, like I trust me, I love it, right? But oh my gosh, just be careful, just, oh man. Yeah, if
4: you don't love it, you don't risk it. If and also like you could just play like
1: flag football, that's okay, <laughs> or or allocate your energy elsewhere. Like I, you know, it, it, I remember in high school. There'd be seasons, right, for each sport. There'd be the football season, wrestling season, track season. And I only got to practice the sport that I was playing during the season that we're doing now. We, we wonder why I got, uh, you know, decent at boxing quickly. It's because we, it's all we focused on. In high school, you don't have that luxury, especially when you're sport hopping for the multidisciplinary athletes. So, you know, if I, I, I mean this when I say this. Um, if you don't think you're going to go pro in football, or get a college scholarship, allocate your energy elsewhere. I just think there's too much on the line. It's it's, uh,
2: it's Yeah, that, I, that's just like a trick. It's a tricky thing. Obviously, it's like it's a it's clearly an American pastime to play football. In certain states, it's the only thing that fucking matters. I mean, you go Texas. try to you try I was going to say you try to go say that on a stage in Texas, you get fucking t- dragged out of there by your feet. No, no, he's, shit, he's he's meaning not, by like I'm just no, no, like no, no, looking at dedicating I'm your whole life
1: out. You know, I've been there. I've been there. We've seen it. We saw it with Tua and I mean, I, don't, I just don't
2: yeah, but there's a lot accidents, of incidents, man. I wasn't allowed to play football either. But I was allowed to ride BMX. I was allowed to ski jump. You know what I'm saying? Kids are kids and they're gonna do and they're gonna fuck themselves up regardless. Like you're gonna you, at that age, you wanna do things that that test your physical limits. I had, I mean, I can't even tell you on both hands how many concussions I've had. I've been knocked out cold so many times. That's the other times. side of the, this this And obviously <laughs> you could tell to an extent, but it's like, you know, you could you can you could take a couple knocks. Clearly, like what happened to, you know, Tatua was was beyond well, well, what should have well, happened.
1: <laughs> the concussion
2: followed up by a concussion uh, that's what, is very, the very, very that's very bad, and that's that's the thing, and that's what's weird about this. Because whenever I would have a concussion when I was a kid, the only thing that mattered was not getting another concussion quickly thereafter, because your 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 brain is swollen, correct? Mm. Right. So your brain is swollen. You're at high risk of major issues after your first concussion. Do you know why? The swelling in your brain needs to fucking go down. You need to be very careful. So the idea of sending someone back out onto the field to face these 300-pound linebackers after concussion protocol that, you know, is uh, uh, shaded or filtered or obscured by other factors such as desire to win, obviously, money, sponsorships, uh, coaching decisions that are based on their desire to continue want to be, wanting to be a winning coach so they get paid money. It's a fucked up situation that I thought the NFL had removed a lot of that guesswork from and made it very clear, yo, CTE, concussion protocol, you're benched. Your ass is not fucking playing until you're cleared by multiple independent uh, doctors. And so this seemed strange to me that they allowed this to happen. And, and he, you know, he's fucked up. Bro. Well, that's because they were having a good season.
0: And they if they keep them in, they're gonna win. Mm-hmm. And since he got out, they lost the next game.
2: And a lot of this, a lot of this is late breaking. And so if we if we misspoke on any specific, uh, you know, intricacies, I apologize. But I mean, it's 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 a nasty game for sure.
1: Um, okay. Yep. I am gonna. Tell my producer to stop flirting with my assistant as <laughs> soon as this podcast. Yeah, ends. what's the deal with that? Oh, that's uh, dancing. I don't
2: like it. Right, well. <laughs> oh wait, do they work for the same company? No, no.
1: I guess technically, are oh, you guys having an affair? No.
2: <laughs> Maybe it's panding. She's him your what? Panum Caleb. Pan Caleb. That's your Caleb. Girl. Just a quick pan.
1: Just quick pan.
2: Just at any at any moment would be good. Yeah, I don't. I don't like
1: any of this. Oh, you had a date last gone. night. Dude, what do you I there's
2: mean, some the there's some co-worker affairs going on right we just now. saw this with a youtube channel with ned <gasps> ned, ned, uh, ned 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 ned
1: filmer filming what is it yeah what's the, the thing called guys, the short boys try guys. Try guys. Try, try short boys the try guys guy
2: it's like the same thing
1: apparently Cheat, tried cheated on his wife. Yeah, he tried to stay with guys. He tried guys. <laughs> wait, he tried guys. Yeah, he
2: cheated on his wife with a guy. With a guy? Yeah, he tried
1: guys. Know, <laughs> he's that's not, <laughs>
2: that's, it. that's not true. That's not true. Let's <laughs> not putting. Let's not put this. Let's <laughs> put this in the wrong. No, no, no. Look, wait, so he was put he this was, in the wrong. Wait, he was bisexual. Elaborate. <laughs> Elaborate. Hey, that Mike's really getting away from okay. me, man. He
0: was trisexual.
2: Hey, um, but but I, you know, what do you what are your thoughts? I was on just I was we, just
1: thinking he. So apparently, this guy built his brand around being like a faithful husband. I'm and, not talking and about partner. that. Fuck that conversation. I'm talking. About I actually that. think it's. A, I think, think it's interesting. You, do that. you have
2: Do you have a uh, take on
1: it? Yeah. Don't fucking cheat. Sorry. How uh, easy is it to just not do that?
2: Yeah. Especially
1: when you're painting the picture of things being perfect at home. Like you, you you've, you've built your life. You've built this brand, and it's looking good. You have a
2: wife. If you want like to go cheat on her with like your easier, But I feel like it's easy to say that, dude. Ooh, shut the when's fuck up. Wait, wait Mike. On, oh, no, bro. talk to me about your last marriage. Wait, Mike. Talk to me about your last marriage. <laughs> talk to me about when you were married to somebody for 26 some odd fucking Yo, years. figure it, it out. Antiquated. Figure it out, bro. And every time she fucking looked at you, she said, Take the trash out, you piece of shit. Guys, Yo, we said divorce.
1: Like get we a divorce. Know, like, right. Oh,
2: around. what? They never heard the word vagina before, George? Your fucking Willy Wonk ass stomach is hanging out again. You got Tuck done. That. that fucking thing. I swear to God.
4: I've been happy. I gained a little weight. Your stomach not nah, nah, you over good. your you pants. If that.
2: mine pulled up, bro, <laughs> you'd see fucking Mount Vesuvius popping out. Of Did my you pant. see skin? Yes. That's what I keep telling no, you. No,
1: no, no. I'm just, I'm, I'm going to be honest with you. I'm sick of these guys cheating. I'm no, sick of yes, of course. It. No, I'm sick of it, of bro. Course. Bro, you know, you know, I seen um, uh, Emily uh Yeah, that Kowski. one I don't. Emily Radikowski,
2: Radikowski Why, why Radikowski. don't you get that
1: one? Got she's she's she, she, she could be
2: a psychopath? She's not. Hold on a sec. you You're right. You're. I, I'm sorry. I was gonna say something, but you're 100 you know what right. I what mean, like, trust me. Guys say someone who. How could you
4: cheat? Uh, like, dude, what if she comes home every day and her one thing that she has to do
1: is
2: punch you in the nuts and then spit in your face? Dog.
1: Break you know I mean? up with her. Yes, for sure. He's oh, like, I would never cheat. No, course, I'm not a cheater. Break up with her. Yeah. No, I don't. I just. I mean this. I'm have a. I'm having a hard time computing what I'm seeing. You have, the thing. You you or at least you're painting the picture. And and, and, and I mean Emily Ratajkowski's boyfriend. I'm sorry, you beat you beat fam. I don't know who the fuck you think you are to be cheating on a woman like that, but I see these guys do it and I'm just, I'm, I'm stunned. Like what the fuck are you thinking?
2: Congratulations.
1: You had it all son and you fumbled the well, bag. But to,
2: No, but to George's point, he's probably, he's, you should never cheat obviously, you should just leave, but like maybe he didn't have it all. Maybe, to, to, you know what I'm saying? I've had very pretty girls in my life in the past that I also have broken up with because we did not get along. And there was issues at home, on the home front. Just having a a pretty face is not the fucking table stakes for a happy relationship these days. It's just not. Now that said, the the,
1: the asterisk to to what you're saying is these weren't short-term relationships, guys. These were were multi-year relationships involving two people who... uh, Supposedly loved each other at least enough to be in multi-year relationships. Yeah, they're cheaters. I
2: mean, they're cheaters, bro. Listen, I've never cheated in my fucking life. Not once. <clears because throat> I've been in four. What? I did, never fucked you, bro. What are
0: you gonna what? say? <laughs> Why did you do that?
2: Yeah, why'd you do that? That was a pretty uh, no, aggressive. No, no, don't say anything. <clears throat> Let him answer. Why'd you? Do that? I was trying to
0: clear my throat.
2: No, why'd you say that, Milt? Yeah, you never cheated. Never in my life. Never. Nope. I put me on a lie detector right now. Okay. Why? What? Were you, what were you gonna say? I ain't saying anything.
0: You no, know, no, you no. You never cheated. No, you, you could cheated. call
2: Milt. You can call me out right here, right now. On exactly what you're talking about, I won't get mad at you. Okay, Specifically, say great. the people. You think people. he
1: cheated? No. Then, I, why'd you, I, then why'd you do? Is the he talking thing? about the
2: one situation? Or Maybe not? because that's the one the gray area. No, are you talking about no, the gray area? no. Got no Logan, Logan's very specific no, on that one. Where bro, it's like I, that wasn't even close.
1: Here's 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 why you're seeing such a visceral reaction from me. M- my family was was partially broken apart by infidelity when I was growing up, so it hits a little sure. closer to home for me. Same. And even though though now as an adult, like I just. I don't I don't I don't get it. I don't know.
2: Wait, I, I thought you were going to defend me. What? Yeah. You defended me. No, I know you never cheated. Sorry. Oh, okay. No, I, no. Okay. I don't know why I uh, No, right. because he probably I, was I would, falling on that, that
1: I don't think so. I think I, he really just wanted to clear his throat.
2: That is not true, dude. <laughs> anyway,
1: you 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 got a guy right here who you going to try guys? <laughs> I'm the guy. No, no, no. No, <laughs> you're going to try guys. You, you got a guy right here that's When
0: he's in it, he's in it all the way, nonstop. And well, he doesn't that's what even I'm saying. Look, he does not even look the other way. Being around here with you guys, I see everything. Don't say nothing. I'm but just it. yo. I'm but just I'm telling you, hands down. Who's ever in his path, they stay in his path for a while, and they're staying there. And if he likes him, he is. Listen, definitely, listen. This is
1: why I'm saying, I. I it is so easy. To not cheat, it is hard to cheat. You have to, you have to go behind someone's back that you love. Yeah, it's you have to go no, to someone's disgusting. house or yeah. a location, plan some shit, get physical with them, finish the job, then go home to the person that you think disgusting. that you try. It's, it's disgusting. Fucked! disgusting. I, I will never understand it. It's uh, a, it's a it's a journey
0: just to cheat. You know, but also, my, my but, also but
2: also it's crazy. But
1: also, trying a, to cheat.
2: No, no, whoever. no. You know
0: what?
1: You know what? You know what? The times where I can have a little bit more empathy towards a situation is um, emotionally abusive relationships, physically abusive relationships. Who the fuck am I to, to sit here and judge what people do with their lives, right? Well, I'm yeah. I, 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 I Just in this particular subject, I do feel strongly that... Um, just cheating's not okay. That's that's what we're going to end this weird
3: fucking podcast. What the fuck was this podcast? <laughs> hey, guys,
4: remember Bro. when uh Shaquille O'Neal was on this podcast? That was today,
2: right? Yeah, that was today. By the way, there's a tie in there. Oh, but whatever. No, I'm not No, 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 no. No, stop. no, no, because
1: no, 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 no. no, no, no. I want to I want to read this. I want to read this. Oh, and yeah, his I, quote. His quote. And, and by the way, this is what I was talking about earlier because I didn't want to bring up Shaq cheating. Um, in front of this audience. But he's been open about it, which is why Very I, I think it's okay well, to he realize. He was just... a serial cheater. And the quote was, I did it, and I was the best at it. I'm not proud. I lost my family doing it. I lost valuable, important years of my children from doing it. So I refuse to get up here. You shouldn't have did, did this. You shouldn't have did that. I'm not that guy. I'm real with the situation. It was not worth it. But let me tell you why. The happiest days of my life were coming home and hearing six different people say, Daddy, 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 the happiest days of my life. Forget the money, forget the cars, even forget the championships, especially when the children were little. And two or three came up and he he missed 15 free throws or whatever. They'd wait for him at the games and say, Daddy, when can we go to Universal? Um, <laughs> I, I butchered this. <laughs> I absolutely butchered butchered this. It's the a way long you quote. said the way you said that last part was it was absolutely funny. butchered it. When I lost that by being stupid, it killed me. So to answer your question, no, it's not worth it. Unless you got a fat ass, bro. <laughs> 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 welcome, welcome to this episode of Impulsive. Welcome to <laughs> <laughs> See you next time, Bye. Welcome.
2: Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or Crispy Sandwich, but you're the Fileo Fish Sandwich all day.